Welcome to Finding Certainty with your host and U.S. Army veteran, Patrick Lang. Over the next hour, you'll learn from Patrick and his expert guests how to attract more certainty into your business and your life. Now, here is your host, Patrick Lang. Welcome back to Finding Certainty, everyone. Uh, We appreciate you taking a little bit of your time this morning or this afternoon, depending on where you are, to join me and my guest, Mr. Martin Hess. Martin is the president of uh, American Club Association, or the ACA Business Club. And Martin, I appreciate you being here with us. Uh, Thanks for taking your time as well. I know how busy you are. Well, thank you, Patrick. It's great to be here. Excited to decided to connect with you and and uh, all your other people too have a great show so it's yeah, a privilege to be here we're excited to uh, hear your story and get to know you a little bit you, yeah. what you guys are doing with ACA is uh, is uh-huh. very exciting um so you know our, our show an adventure it's <laughs> <laughs> an adventure definitely, sure. a, definitely <laughs> a, an, an adventure i you know i i know you're traveling the country and uh, yeah. setting up new sites and so forth so excited to hear that uh, and i know you just opened a new a new location right uh, so congratulations new one in last Kansas night City. matter of fact yeah last night so if i lost my voice a little bit i'm talking too much <laughs> bear with me here <laughs> Got a couple uh, hundred people show up for a grand opening this is a good party yeah that's fantastic i know you're I know you're always going uh, 100 miles an hour, so thanks for uh, <laughs> taking the time to stop and visit with us for a few minutes. Well, but I'm looking forward to it. So, Thank you. so I always start out our show with just sharing a, a couple of reasons why I've invited this specific guest to join us. Then we get in a little bit of your backstory and talk about what ACA does and and so forth. But sure. yeah. the biggest reason I wanted to have you join us is you know, our show is all about um, – really two main pillars. Number one is the fact that business owners have got to evolve. They have to they have to consider new relationships, new technologies, mm-hmm. new approaches. Uh, they have to be willing to change. And, and secondly, we we need to work together to get there. Okay. There's a lot of division in the country. There's a lot of uh, you know, differences of opinion. And yet we have so much in sure. common. Right. If we focus mm-hmm. on our commonalities, and we all want our businesses to be successful. We want nonprofits to thrive. We want our kids to be safe at school, so forth and so on. And so, yeah. First reason I wanted to have Martin on with us today is that he and his organization embody this concept of working together and thinking outside the box, being willing to mm-hmm. evolve and develop. So that's the first reason you're here, Martin. Well, thank you. Yep, you're absolutely right. That's about working with others. Yep, absolutely. That's, I mean, and ACA embodies that as much or as better as anyone I know. Uh, the second reason, though, is you you have been a really great example to me where, of someone who really preaches, uh, you know, practices what they preach. You, you talk a lot about the value of relationships and of giving more than you're expecting. You know, if you pay it forward, if you look out for those around you and you serve uh, your your associates and your your network mm-hmm. and your colleague and you are such a great example of that. Every time we meet, you introduce you. Me to someone else. You make a new <laughs> introduction, and I've never seen you ask what, what's in it for me. You know, you really truly embody this concept of of looking outward and knowing that it's going to come back to you tenfold. And I think it's already doing so. Yeah. So, so, so anyone who's listening, 
Those are the two main reasons Martin is here. And you're going to understand that more why I say that as we get into this uh, conversation. Well, so. thank you, Patrick. That law of reciprocity kicks in. I mean, I've you know shown them some introductions, but you've made some incredible introductions to me. Just talking this past week, I was talking to one of your associates in, in Maine, Portland, Maine. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Reg- very talented, Regal very talented lady at Regal. She's, she's incredible. And thanks for the introduction. And she uh, wants to get things rolling in Maine. And she's got a lot of connections herself. So thank you for that. Yeah, she does. She's a, she's a fireball. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure. (laughs) So so let's, uh, if you don't mind, let's jump into a little bit of your backstory. I mean, it's a very interesting story because you're now the president of the ACA business club and you, um, you know, what you're doing, we'll get into what that is and how it works, but you started as a professional tennis player isn't that correct yeah i'm wa- washed up tennis pro these days <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that was always my dream to i wanted to play pro tennis and so i uh, a big part of my life growing up was playing tennis and training and which actually it really established a lot of the kind of good work ethic and there's so many analogies between athletics and sports and, and the, the business world in fact i thought about writing right. a book about that alone i mean just so many analogies and you know keep your eye on the ball and <laughs> dedication and perseverance and all this. Uh, um, so that's really helped me. I think a lot of my career in the business world, you know, taking that same approach. I, I love winning. I hate losing, but um, it's part losing is part of life. You got to learn how you lose and then make those, right. uh, I mean, the sports world, you know, if you're batting 300, 400, you're still, you know, not getting on base quite a few times, you know, right. like Babe Ruth struck out more more times than most people and also got a lot of most home runs. So this losing is a part of it, but you know, it's how you respond to that and uh, you come back from that. So you're growing up, you know, sports was a big part of my life and, and, uh, and I had the opportunity to play professional tennis, never made it to the big, big time, you know, that uh, I had friends that stayed out in the tour and, you know, they just make enough money to get the next tournament. And so it's, um, it's, it's, it's challenging, but I, it was a great experience for me and uh, opportunity to play in college as well. And, so I learned a lot, made a lot of great connections. Uh, in fact, that's kind of how my career got going was just made a lot of connections with uh, tennis and country clubs right. in the United States and, and they built a lot of relationships throughout the private club community through that, through my tennis. Right. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I have a, I have a good friend who's a national pickleball champion and uh, yeah. his name's Brian <laughs> Pointer. He's one of my uh-huh. partners. <laughs> Uh, and he and awesome. pickleball is a big deal these days, obviously. Uh, it's the fastest growing sport in the world. I mean, it's overtaking tennis. You know, they're converting tennis courts and pickleball courts. Right. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun. I think it's probably because it's not quite as, uh, doesn't require quite the athleticism. You know, you can be older, you can be, yeah. you know, maybe a little bit less athletic and still be a good pickleball <laughs> player. <laughs> well, it's very conducive to building relationships. And so there's, uh, in fact, we started a pickleball chapter out of Albuquerque. New Mexico. And so it's based around uh, using pickleball as a platform to build business relationships. Right. People come out and you know, like you said, anybody can play. And it's just, uh, so we're going to be rolling that chapters of pickleball, ASA pickleball club around the country as we speak. That's awesome. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. well, um, but I want to, I want to get into the, the interest groups that you have. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's really yeah. an interesting aspect. Yeah. Of ACA now, just so for anyone who's listening who is not familiar with the ACA business clubs, um, we'll we'll jump into what 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 it is and how it works. But um, essentially, 
you are a um you are a how do you describe yourself you're you're a private club you're dedicated to professionals to executives business owners um and i know that because every time i talk yeah. to you you're just you're so passionate about helping your members succeed right and that's really at the heart yeah. and, and you've been doing this for a long time because not only yeah. long before ACA came along you didn't you start a more a sports marketing company yeah um, like so that, right? um, tell us yeah, a little about that, that story sure absolutely um, um well I hurt my elbow playing tennis and and uh you know God had other plans for me uh and looking back this was a good thing and and so it was a devastating at the time but I got into sports marketing my doubles partner and I we started the EMI sports marketing started the Pepsi tennis academies Mm -hmm. And um, uh, it was the largest 10 academies, academies in the Midwest at the time. I had 800 students. And uh, we got, of course, Pepsi's a sponsor of our academies and Wilson Sporting Goods and Pizza Hut. And one, one summer, I pretty much ate pizza the whole summer <laughs> and Pepsi. <laughs> but um, um, so we got into sponsorships that way. And, and it was a funny story. It was actually uh, uh, back in the playing tennis, I had long hair, bleach, bleach blonde, blonde, blonde hair, by the way. Um, and uh, I, guess, <laughs> I have a hard time Agassi. picturing that. Yeah, back in the Andre Agassi days, you know, uh, Michael Chang, uh, back in those days too. Um, but um, so there, there was a, uh, we were going after sponsorships. And, and so I walked in my tennis stuff on and long hair and asked for, you know, we asked for so many thousands of dollars of sponsorship and, you know, pizza for free pizza for a year and whatever, you know, sponsorship package for Pizza Hut. And they're like, ah, thanks. We'll we'll call you back. And just never heard back. So, cut my hair, got bought a suit, <laughs> and went back and, and landed the sponsorship. And that's really when I got into sports marketing. Uh, it was just a great experience. Made a lot of mistakes, and but learned from it. That's back in the days when they were just passing out money, better. But uh, really, started making more money from the the uh, sponsorships in our academies than we did the academies themselves. Companies want to reach uh, you know, students and kids, our kids, students and kids and adults. Right. But, um, so that was a great experience. Um, sold that company and my partner started traveling around the world doing a import export, Eli Mole, who's at a College of Springs. Um, and uh, and I, I partnered with that John Newcomb. Uh, John was a former number one tennis player in the world, uh, won Wimbledon US Open back in the 70s. Uh, big mustache, great guy, loves to have a good time. <laughs> and uh, he uh, has a tennis ranch, John Newcomb Tennis Ranch down in New Braunfels, Texas. And so we started the corporate tennis cup and it's really, really got into the sports marketing. Uh, and this we, we company sponsored uh, teams of the tennis and country clubs around the U S and, and the top company teams went to the national championships, John Newcomb tennis ranch every right. year. So we worked out about half, half the fortune 500 companies were involved with that. And again, back in those days, uh, it was like early nineties. Uh, um, we, uh, you know, people passed out money actually, Today, you have to deliver on these sponsorships, you know, but back then, the people <laughs> writing the checks were also members of country clubs, so it was, it was well uh, well put together there, but, um, you know, I worked a lot of, built a lot of relationships with tennis directors and more tennis and country clubs and solidified those relationships, too, and so that was right. a great experience in my career, and uh, then went on to uh, work with Tennis Corporation of America, you know, about 35 clubs around the country, and and uh, starting a family, trying to settle down a little more, and from a position of marketing director for tca and uh still play tennis and do some you know teaching tennis some too but um and that's how really uh i got involved with the american club association uh maybe we can share a quick history of that i guess kind of ties into my background I don't know if 
Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I'd like to get into that. The yeah. before we go there, I know you won a pretty prestigious award. You know, top ten collegiate entrepreneurs in North America. North America. Is that, is that what it was? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For Association of Collegiate Entrepreneurs. Yeah, that was a uh, big deal. Ace out of New York. Um, at the time, yeah, it was a big deal. I, it was. Uh, I kind of had that crossroads where we had a lot of people wanted to hire me out of coming out. I was still actually in school. Um, but I took the different route, you know, the entrepreneurial route. Uh, but it was, it was good for the resume, but it was a, um, it was a great time. In fact, we'll have to share about that more later, but, uh, we're looking at starting a, with the university of Arkansas today, but starting a, uh, on, on chapters on student chapters on campus for the ASA business club, creating mentoring programs for students. So it's, um, I come back from my days back in working with ACE, but yeah, also, uh, we are claim to fame back then. We, uh, a little known fun fact, um, we put a Pepsi logo on a tennis ball and uh, we had us open box seats, the us open each year with corporate box seats with Pepsi. And the, we met the guys with the in marketing, showed them our stuff, you know, put a logo on top of a tennis ball. And 18 months later, it's adopted this new worldwide logo for Pepsi. Wow. That's some speed stripes behind it. So it was a uh, little known fun fact kind of, I just got one penny for every Pepsi because they owned it. You know, like, uh, <laughs> since then they turned the logo. If you see over the years, they've turned the logo to the side a little bit and continued to evolve. But uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. Your, your <laughs> claim to fame, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because, um, you know, isn't it interesting how our, our careers, they evolve and they take on a life of their own and we end up places we really didn't, yeah ever imagine going right yeah um, that's for sure you're, you're talking about launching in fact you're sitting at university of arkansas right now aren't you yeah uh-huh yep yeah and yeah. you're uh you know you're launching this new college uh internship is it is it an internship or is it a uh, it's actually how, a, how do you define a it it'd be a chapter on campus um uh, one of the like the clubs within the university that uh would be for students so it'd be a student membership and um we would set up a and it's just in the planning phases right now. In fact, uh, University of Missouri is working on the students there, working on a uh, program there as we speak, putting that together. Um, this will be rolled this out at universities all around the country. Nice. University of Arkansas, my, stu- my, my son's looking at going to University of Arkansas, and he wants to help spearhead this program. Um, but it really sets up, it's an opportunity for mentoring for students on mm-hmm. campus that um, connects them with the business world. So we have a lot of uh, uh, companies and our members that um, have not done mentoring before, but we have want to create a program to connect them with the students and the different fields that they're looking at. It's not just for business students, but for all types of students and the industries they're looking to get into and create some mentoring and also job opportunities and internships. A lot of our members, uh, our companies in the network um, never offered internships before. A lot of have have as well, but um, we, we create a help them create, how do you create an internship and then connect them with students? So right. you know, those professional business matchmakers for students. Uh, so we're really excited about this. Just something a lot of members want to get back and just to grab to create that bridge between the universities and the business community. Well, that's a that's a great way to to not only expand your reach uh, as a as an organization and and introduce it to more yeah. kind of the up and coming generation. But what a great yeah. way to give back and groom these future entrepreneurs, right? Future yeah. business leaders and business owners, and I mean that's fantastic art. You know, yeah, in, our com- in our company, we're 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 kind of doing the same thing in the sense that we came up with this idea that we could use what we're good at 
to help college students graduate debt-free because how much more effective can they be if they're coming out of school with without this huge student student debt hanging over their heads you know no debt money in the bank to start their own business or transition to their I love career. that Something we should well, talk, there's definitely some should synergy talk more here. about it. Um, I know yeah. you're interviewing me here, but I, <laughs> I'd love to learn more about that, <laughs> Patrick. That's uh, I was Regal was telling me a little bit about that. Uh, that sounds like a ton of synergy with what we're doing, and and that's why it yeah. works. You know, that's the power of working together. Uh, exactly. To know each other and explore ways to help each other, and that's what it's all about. Uh, so yeah, yeah we're very we're very excited doing. about it. We're, we're, we've been referring to it as the Certainty Fellowship. It's again just in the. Uh-huh. Yeah kind of a origination uh, phase or brainstorming phase, but it's definitely something we can do with our expertise as Absolutely. and tax recovery and the employer uh-huh. credit and all these things. We can, we can absolutely do it. We were, we were invited to come back and speak at um, Liberty university uh, uh, about, cool. about a month ago at a big CEO summit there and did several breakout sessions. We were visiting with these college students and talking about what we do and and this idea came to me i mean i think sometimes things are just given to us right <laughs> yeah. started talking to them what would it be like if you could graduate debt free and their, their eyes bugged up <laughs> you know they, they 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 perked right up and they said how do we do that <laughs> i'll tell all my friends you know they, they and we uh-huh. wanted to develop it into a really a mentorship program where they can uh-huh. oh, it's almost like a a an internship in a sense that but it's more like a paid internship because we can help them raise funds using what we do mm-hmm. and in the process teach them. So I think there's there could be some really good synergies there between us and you guys to to blend the two together. But so we're gonna any, set you up with an interview with our our uh, one of our Club Life Coffees, the talk show we do. Yeah. And we'll invite everybody back to that and interview and t- tell you, tell us all about what your more details. I have a lot more questions for you. That's look forward Absolutely. to exploring that further. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're coming up. We're coming up on the our first break here, but um, I want to get into uh, what AC what ACA is exactly. I sure. know that you've got a storied history with, I mean, with presidents like Harry Truman and Dwight D. Eisenhower mm-hmm. and so forth that yeah. were originally part of American Club Association, and and how how that has evolved into what ACA Business Club is today. It's a really interesting story. So. Um, we're going to go to, we're going to go to break everybody real quick. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. We're, we're visiting with Martin Hess, the president of ACA business club, getting to know him a little bit better. We go way back. We've, we've known each other for some time now, but it's fun. <laughs> yeah. I always enjoy these interviews because I learn new things and I, you know, we exchange ideas, but, but we're going to come back. We're going to talk about how, uh, American club association started in 1882 and how it has evolved to the ACA Business Club of today, which is, uh, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a really neat story. So thanks again for being here, Martin. We will be back, we will be right back, everybody. Look forward to speaking to you in just another minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Certainty Management can help create more certainty in your life with our deep discount health insurance options, even for 1099s, part-time employees, volunteers, and more. Pay less to protect yourself, your loved ones, and your team. Call 888-684-3122 for a free quote today. 
That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at CertaintyTeam.com. That's Certainty, T-E-A-M, like Mary, dot com. If you're a nonprofit in need of funding, we can help. Certainty Management is a cost reduction firm that also helps churches, schools, sports teams, and other nonprofits raise unlimited zero-cost funding. Best of all, you don't have to sell anything or ask for donations. Call 888-684-3122 to learn more today. That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at CertaintyTeam.com. That's Certainty, T-E-A-M, like Mary, dot com. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are listening to Finding Certainty with Patrick Lang. Have a question for Patrick or his guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now, back to the show with Patrick. And we're back. We're visiting with my good friend, Martin Hess, president of the ACA Business Club. Martin, thanks again for being here. Glad to be back. We're, uh, we're enjoying the conversation. So we were just getting into a little bit of the history. We talked a little bit about Martin's background. Now we're getting into the history of the ACA. Mm-hmm. Um, started in 1882 originally. I mean, the American Club Association, which evolved into what you do today. Can you can you tell tell us a little bit about about the history and how how it transitioned into the ACA Business Club? Sure, it's definitely been an evolution here over the years. Um, by the way, I wasn't around back in 1882. I mean, it's a little gray <laughs> area, but <laughs> that's good. Uh, but <laughs> um, yeah, so the. Uh, the American Club Association, which actually didn't start at the same time Kansas City Club started, but um, but we're uh, we were been an association of golf, tennis, city, and country clubs around the U.S. Uh, and around the world over the years. And our headquarters was at the Kansas City Club, which did start back in 1882. Um, uh, over the years, Dwight Eisenhower has been a member of the club. Um, Harry Truman, uh, General Omar Bradley. Um, and so it had quite a history, and it was amazing history. And um, but after 130 years, uh, the cancer club shut down, and uh, the board, in order to keep that tradition alive, launches business club concept to be a 21st century version of the Kansas City Club, more in the suburbs. Kansas City Club is downtown. We built out. Uh, I didn't personally do this. Stephen Joyce on a board, um, my mentor, the, the general manager of the, Can- the Kansas City Club. Uh, build out reciprocal membership privileges with uh, clubs all around the U- United States and around the world. So if you remember the Kansas City Club, you could go to the New York Athletic Club, the Metropolitan Club, uh, Petroleum Clubs in Texas, all, all around and, and had reciprocal membership privileges. And we uh, uh, really want to take that to another level. And so like when I traveled around, I could, could stay at the clubs and eat there. But there really wasn't uh, the relationships as much between the clubs. So we want to take that to another level. And so when I went, when you went to another club, you know, we'd, um, you'd have built-in relationships, even directories and all that, because usually they're all isolated between each individual clubs. And so 
And we also, with my background in sponsorships, I wanted to uh, create sponsorship packages for the entire network of clubs, which is the leading demographic in the world, private club members, um, most affluent demographic. And so there's companies that definitely want to reach that demographic. And so, but there were also some challenges with some board member or some club that just, you know, we hadn't done that for the last hundred years. Why start now? So we're trying to take that level is a little challenging. So when this opportunity came along to um, Kansas City Club shut down um, to start our own business club. And the reason we was a business club is because we um, did a lot of client entertainment events over the years. And if you're, um, if you're in, uh, have clients, then typically uh, you're in business. Uh, so um, I hope it's not background noise. Can you hear me okay? No, you're, you're okay. Right. I know um, he, he's literally sitting in the I'm hallway. I'm at the university right in now. The back corner <laughs> of the university. It's like, I can do the show, uh, but I got to fit it in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Um, so thank, thanks for bear with me here. Okay. Um, but if you have clients, you're typically in business. So we, it was just a natural to start a business club. Um, that folks on serving executives, professionals, and business owners. This was kind of natural. And so that was who we've been catering to over the years. And so we, that's what approach we took. We're the only private club in the country that focuses exclusively on business. There's some awesome city clubs that do a lot of business activities and so forth, but they're only club that focuses on, on business. So we started a club to, to, uh, to continue the tradition of the Kansas City Club. So it is a private club. People join as individuals. Um, you've got to be sponsored in my current member. Want to put the reputation line for a voucher your character, right? Interviewed and approved by the board. So as a result, we actually endorse all the members and put a reputation behind every member, which few organizations do because of liability. They won't in fine print, you know. Um, but we actually endorse all of our members. So if you're a member of the club, it really means something. It's like the best business bureau, I like to say. Actually, the, the better business bureau is still the best because they are members of the club too, <laughs> executives. But <laughs> um, <laughs> but but you can really feel confident in recommending, referring, introducing. You know, and, and being a resource for everyone in your network because you can go to the uh, fellow members and recommend recommend them as resources. Right. So that's that was the foundation. And so that really summed the, the whole thing up. Really, is our whole vision for the our the business club to help our members accomplish their vision. And so we love right. digging in deeper and find out what their goals and objectives are, what they're trying to accomplish. Um, you know, where have they been? What are they doing now? Where where are they heading with things? What paint a picture for us? What it looks like this year, the next two years, next five years from now. Then we create a custom game plan to help them get there. And we do that in a number of ways. We have um, uh, business development teams. These are small groups of members that come together on a weekly basis, uh, five to 15 folks that are not non-competing with each other. So they function as an advisory board for each other. Uh, they build the relationships and business flows out of that. A lot of referrals flow. Um, but then uh, it's a lot of marketing things we do with the teams. And they, they work together, like you said in the very beginning. We are, are focused on working together in the marketing. So right. these teams, they'll, they'll go out. We call it event crashing. We have a whole, in fact, we have a whole playbook uh, uh, that we help each member create. A lot of sports analogies you'll find because of the <laughs> roots in the ACA. Here. Right. Uh, but we have a playbook that we'll create. We take them to training camp. And uh, we go through their it's a four-week session. It's all included for members that want it. Um, Four week session. We first we we're in the locker room strategizing, and we go through their life and business vision. And if you don't start with your life vision, your business becomes your life. I've had it backwards half of my life. That's why I get this stuff here. Um, but you know, think about you know where you're heading first, and uh, in your life, and then then we'll talk to your business vision. And one of the goals you've got to hit to accomplish your uh, your vision. And we like to say the analogy of if you're climbing Mount Everest, our, what approach we take, um, you know, 
sit in the top of Mount Everest, that's your vision. You want to look around the world, but then your goals are specific time sensitive goals you put in place. Like if I'm going to climb to Mount Everest, I've got to, um, you know, start training first of all, you know, start a plan in place and set some time frame around that. And then I've got to get over to Nepal and get to base camp in a certain time frame. Then you have the different stages to get up the mountain, different camps you got to get up. So those are the goals along the way. Eventually reach your vision at the top of Mount Everest. And so we take that same approach too. Um, and then so once you tap your goals, uh, specific activity goals, then what are the marketing strategies you're going to embrace? Work with your fellow team members, these business development teams, uh, to fill your pipeline so you can accomplish your goals, accomplish your vision. It's a very strategic, intentional approach to get, getting to where you want to go. And so some of these marketing strategies, um, we call it one is event crashing. We've the only reason we're experts at all this stuff, Patrick, we just made more mistakes than everyone else and we learn from it. <laughs> what works goes in the playbook, what doesn't work, we throw out. But we you never stop learning. We learn right. from our members every day. We learn something. I learn all the time. And that's, that's why I love what we do, just learning and creating success stories with people. But um, we, we one of these strategies is called event crashing. So we train them how to go to an event, say like go to a chamber event, our own events. And but the reason you go to the event is not to talk about yourself as much. Get, get to know the people in the room and make introductions for your fellow team members. And that's far more powerful. I can praise you a lot better than you can by yourself and vice versa and work, work in the room for each other. Right. And it's far more effective way. And you know, this networking stuff, we're not a networking organization. Uh, we do a lot of networking events, but we uh, uh, train people in these marketing strategies to, uh, like getting back to the event crashing. Um, when you're networking, you can waste a lot of time networking. And the key at the end of the day, are, are you getting in front of the right people? So if I'm in a group of people working in the room for each other, I'm going to introduce people to you that you need to get to know. I'm going to filter the room for you, filter the room for me. And that's a lot more effective way to, to network. Uh, we do a lot of social media cross-marketing where, you know, there's thousands of contacts, just you alone, you know. Just get to know Patrick who knows everybody else, you know. <laughs> but your network becomes my network, and we do the social media cross-marketing. I promote you in my network of contacts, me and your network of contacts, and your network equals your network worth, you know. And so we have a team of 10 people, and the, the premise of this is, it's been said to you about 10,000 in your sphere of influence, minimum 10,000 to be successful in your own industry. Mm -hmm. So the close way to get there is working with others. So if I, you got a thousand, your network, a thousand, my network, we have 10 of us and each of a thousand, each of our networks, we work really close together intentionally. I just increased my network from a thousand to over 10,000 pretty quickly. Right. And that's the power of working together on this sort of thing. So, um, so we, um, the, the marketing is a big part of this um, team's, also, professional development's a pillar of the club. And uh, I'm sure you're familiar with Jim Rohn, R-O-H-N, Jim oh, yeah. Rohn. I'm sure a lot of listeners are as well. Mm -hmm. um, but he's been, we, Jim's been weaved into the fabric of the American Club Association over the years. And the reason professional development's a pillar of the club is because of Jim. And he talks about this a lot. I mean, you work harder on yourself than on your, on your, 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 work harder on your job than on your business. And we've seen over the years that, you know, people expect their, business to be a nine or ten their level of professional development is like a five or six that great gap in there causes called frustration for people <laughs> and so right. people what they tend to do is they they work on themselves they just change their industry they change their job they just change and change there but if they work on themselves no matter what they do to be successful and we all know people on the flip side that they don't work on themselves and no matter what they do they're just not going to cut it not going to make it <laughs> and so that's that's where this professional development comes in and and so we, we um, you know, someone, someone once asked Jim once, um, Jim, how do you become an above average, uh, make an above average salary? 
And his answer to that was become an above average person. Develop an above average smile. Develop an above average interest in others. Develop an above average enthusiasm. Right. Uh, it just makes all the difference in the world. Just become the person that you want to, you know, that uh, attracts people to you. And, you know, just enthusiasm alone, you know, this is Jeff from Jim. He, he uh, 90% of that is enthusiasm on, his in, on the inside. 10% on the outside. Doesn't mean you're going around giving high fives to everybody all the time, but that inner passion, that enthusiasm just attracts people like a magnet to you. Right. And, and, and that's what's so uh, important about professional development. You always should be growing and, and uh, you're either growing or dying, you know, in my opinion. So, um, well, and then, of course, relationships is the pillar of the club, you know, um, building relationships and business flows out of that. So that's kind of the premise of the club. Yeah. That, you know, that was one of the first things that jumped out at me when we, we first met. We were introduced by, uh, mutual colleague liz deal yeah the amazing, the amazing liz, liz deal. is awesome had a, a club in uh, phoenix yep yep she yeah. uh she introduced us and i saw that immediately when we started talking not only how passionate you were about what you guys were doing but you, uh-huh. like i said that you really um practice what you preach i mean i think in that first conversation you introduced me to a colleague in in Hawaii. And then you later introduced mm-hmm. me to Jason Miller, who who is one of the members of Strategic Advisor Board. I mean, Jason's a rock star. One, I mean, <laughs> that one relationship has evolved where I was on his you know, top 1% global podcast and he was on my mm-hmm. show here. And he recently invited me to be a part of a YouTube live channel that, he, that they've created where we post a new video every day, five days a week. I had to commit to do it for the next year. And, um, you know, it's just, you see these ripple effects coming out of these introductions. I, I love the event crashing concept. I love that, you know, as I, as I was saying before, the whole concept of putting it out there and paying it forward and focusing on others. Yeah. It's, it's really refreshing because, um, you know, you think when you have to, when you go network you're 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 there to introduce yourself and get people to know you but if you take that approach instead of introducing mm-hmm. your friends of getting to know others of asking more questions it changes the whole feel of that event not to mention the outcome right it's it, it, I, yeah, sure. I i attribute that lesson to you martin because it changed my paradigm about networking and it's i've really enjoyed it ever since yeah. Well, thank you. And I, um, that's quite a compliment coming from you uh, there. But, you know, I, honestly, everything we have, just learned it from our members. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, uh, you know, we um, like the, the training camp, the playbook. Every time we go through it, um, I learned something. I, I learned a lot, actually. And so, you know, we we're talking about the in the locker room strategizing. Uh, the next phase there is the uh, next session. Leaving the locker room, we're hitting the field is game time. Help people map out that entire strategy on paper. Or their client engagement process, and finally, post game analysis, analyzing your CRM system, your database, to know whether you're winning or losing. Right. People just don't know their, their numbers, their stats, and so uh, every time we go through that, we just keep learning from people, and and it's a lifelong process. I mean, like the pandemic, we learned tons through that. With this whole uh, online kind of virtual business club out of that, um, and so yeah, it's just a lifelong process of learning. The other thing I want to add to that is you mentioned Jason Miller. Uh, Jason's an amazing guy. Um, head of the strategic advisor board and Michael Seif and the whole group of folks that uh, are part of that group. In fact, he, Jason set up the interview with us with Forbes magazine um, the contacts there. And, and um, it's a great connection. They came out to actually our grand opening in Colorado Springs uh, to cover that event. 
Right. Uh, but one thing we, we covered at that with, with Jason is um, uh, we're launching an executive club, which is for senior level executives and business owners with employees that face a whole new, new set of challenges. And uh, I, you know, it's helped me a lot personally, um, just connect with these folks that, you know, like we're expanding pretty quickly here and I'll share more about that in a minute, but um, there's a lot of challenges that come along with that and challenges that, you know, it's so helpful to be able to learn from someone else's mistakes. <laughs> Lots easier to learn from <laughs> someone else's mistakes than make my own, you know, and learn from each other's mistakes. And so that's, and move forward together. And that's again, that power working together. So, um, but, but yeah, Jason has been a, a great inspiration and, and uh, a lot of people, you know, a ton of clients and contacts just help impacting people's lives. And that's what we're all about. And if you help right. other people move forward, that'll help you move forward. Well, as you look at those three pillars, you know, you talk about relationships, professional development, and marketing. Those are really the three corners of a successful business. I have a good friend named Michael Peluso, yeah. who's in, one of the owners of Three Summers Creative. Yeah. They're, they're an ad firm in um, New Jersey. I should introduce you to them. They, they'd be a great partner with you. But but he talks a yeah. lot about relationship-driven growth and how important mm-hmm. that is. And that is really the foundation of what ACA stands for. And there's multiple benefits that come out of being involved with ACA. You know, you talk about this, these uh, these other clubs around the world, and there's 60 or so, I think I counted 62 international clubs in Australia and Japan and China and, and Singapore and, and South Africa and so forth that you can actually have access to as a member of ACA, you have access to these other American club association and these international private clubs. You have the benefits of, of the personal development of the, uh, of the networking that goes on. It, it was interesting to me when I first met you that you said that we're not a networking club or a networking organization per se, but yeah. a lot of networking takes place. So I want to get into yeah. that. We're coming up on our next break, but let's talk yeah. a little bit more about why you say that and why that is, yeah. because I've experienced extraordinary networking, you know, benefits from, from interacting mm-hmm. with you all and engaging with yeah. ACA, but, but you don't define yourself as a networking club. So it's different right. than a BNI or a. It's a great organization, by the way, there's or awesome organizations like out there. Right. Yeah, we'll talk about that. How we work with other organizations and chambers are great partners with us too. Yeah, it's it's an interesting topic. So uh, yeah. let's go to break again. We'll be right back, folks. Uh, we're visiting with Martin Hess, the president of the ACA Business Club, and uh, looking forward to continuing the conversation. We'll, we'll be right back, folks. Thanks. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. If you're a nonprofit in need of funding, we can help. Certainty Management is a cost reduction firm that also helps churches, schools, sports teams, and other nonprofits raise unlimited zero-cost funding. Best of all, you don't have to sell anything or ask for donations. Call 888-684-3122 to learn more today. That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at CertaintyTeam.com. That's Certainty, T-E-A-M, like Mary, dot com. Certainty Management can help create more certainty in your life with our deep discount health insurance options, even for 1099s, part-time employees, volunteers, and more. 
pay less to protect yourself, your loved ones, and your team. Call 888-684-3122 for a free quote today. That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at CertaintyTeam.com. That's Certainty, T-E-A-M, like Mary, dot com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Finding Certainty with Patrick Lang. Have a question for Patrick or his guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now, back to the show with Patrick. Welcome back, everyone. We're visiting with Martin Hess, president of ACA Business Club. He's sitting in the hallway at the University of Arkansas. (laughs) Your Razorback fans on the call? (laughs) That's right. He fit us in during a road trip to explore uh, University of Arkansas with his son. And uh, you were talking about a new uh, college uh, program where ACA is going to help college kids learn these skills as well. And it gets fantastic. Very exciting. Partner with certainty management. Partner with you guys to do it. <laughs> absolutely. Like we, I think we could have some synergy there. But uh, absolutely. So we've been talking though about uh, ACA and how they really had their roots in the American Club Association, this association of private tennis and golf clubs, and so forth, and how that has evolved into the 21st century. Today, um, it's 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 a private club still. You have to be invited by a member, approved yeah. by the board. Uh, et cetera, et cetera, because you do endorse your members. That's really important. Yep. Um, but you've you you continue to take it to the next level, right? Kind of uh, modernize it, I guess. You have mm-hmm. you have technology that's uh, they didn't have a hundred years ago. We have, uh, and, and but talk more a little bit about it. Talk about the the yeah. coffee club and the structure. I know you actually have physical locations. That's the goal mm-hmm. in, in most places. So do you mind going into that a little bit more? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so when the back to we were talking about the Kansas City and that shut down, you know, we the board launched this business club concept to be a 21st century version of the Kansas City Club uh, in the suburbs. More oh, we, we're invited to be downtown downtown locations. Parking's a challenge there because we have a lot of big events we do. But um, but yeah, it looks like a cafe or coffee shop in the suburbs. Uh, so you can tell your um, associates or colleagues, you know, let's meet uh, potential clients. Let's meet the club for coffee. And so it's uh, uh, when you walk in, it feels like a coffee shop. This is the goal for it, except it's for private. It's private club for members only and their guests. Right, and so you can bring guests to club anytime you like, uh, as long as they're accompanied by a member. Um, you get free coffee that you know, that covers membership right there. <laughs> We're <laughs> the most affordable club in the country too, because um, it'll be more Main Street instead of Wall Street Club. Um, but uh, it's a place you can. It's it's really we lead with relationships, and the the space is just a value added benefit. Uh, and like co-working spaces with some awesome co-working spaces out there, they lead with the space and relationships is a value added benefit. So that's the distinction between what we do and, and co-working spaces. And we are a private clubs. So people join as individuals, make some distinctions here. Um, we really partner well with uh, Chambers of Commerce. In fact, when we go into a new market, we like to meet with the leadership of the chamber early on um, because we really complement the chamber. We encourage our members to join the chamber. We enjoy, we join the chamber, but the companies join the chamber. And companies uh, are there for the economic development of the community. And then individuals join the business club. 
Right. So you can, uh, when you join as an individual, um, you can be even transition and uh, join the club. You know, so you don't even have to represent a company. And then once yeah. that's part of their game plan is what do you want to represent? What's your, where you're heading? And we create a game plan to help you get there. Yeah, I noticed, um, I was looking through your list of um, interest groups, because that's one of the unique things about ACA is you have all these these groups that are, I mean, just looking through the list, there were ACA Cares. I'm going to just read it real quick here. American Warriors, B2B Club, Business Academy, Business Fellowship, Career Resources, The Coaches Collaborative. That sounds interesting. Entrepreneurs Club, Event and Travel Club, Executive Club, Golf Club, Health and Wellness Club, Home Home Resource Network, International Club, Manufacturing and Distribution, Marketing Club, Pickleball Club. <laughs> we talked about that. Professionals Club, Senior <laughs> Life, Sip and Savor. It's probably a wine club. Food and wine, yeah. yeah. Food and wine. Speakers Academy, Technology Exchange Community, Visionaries, Women's Connection, and Writers Club. And so you talk about transition, even somebody who's between careers or looking to switch careers. They're not, mm -hmm. they don't have to be a business owner or an entrepreneur. They can join right. the ACA Business Club. But there's so many different interest groups and focuses that, there's a niche for everyone. I mean, if you're passionate about being a coach or a speaker or you work in manufacturing, you guys have really developed this, this these niche clubs where people can associate with not just a general group, but with those that are in their own lane. That's mm -hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's part of the membership. All included, it's all included, by the way. Um, some of the value added membership in the country. I'm a little biased here. But, <laughs> um, but you can join, join over 20 different organizations, all including your membership. And the distinction between uh, a business development team, which is our industry-exclusive type of group, small, being one team, you can join over 20 different organizations. Uh, and, and these are, we call them interest groups, ACA interest groups. These are members that share a common affiliation or interest, demographic. And so um, you can't do it all. We, we, that's why we create a custom game plan for people. So in your case, St. Patrick, you, you enjoy connecting with businesses and real profitably connect with other companies, you know, with the B2B club based out of Chicago. Uh, at a Schomburg there that, that um, the best investment of your time, if you serve businesses with other people that serve businesses, particularly businesses you want to get into and people in their sphere of influence that uh, you want to reach. And so being real intentional about it, the organization under the umbrella, this is modeled after, uh, by the way, after uh, private clubs. I mean, they have clubs within the club over the years, uh, special mm -hmm. interest groups within the club. So same, same concept. Um, but we connect with other people that are serving businesses and it's its own community under the umbrella. If you're, well, you don't get invited to Women's Connection, but it's a great organization for women. <laughs> they, women get together and share the challenges and they they uh, face a lot of challenges, of course, juggling a lot of things. And so they lift each other, encourage each other. And, and you know, the encouragement is a lot of big part of the club. I mean, I, some days you get out of bed and you don't feel, feel like you don't even feel like getting out of bed. <laughs> and so right. you show up at the club and the best way to start feeling positive, go encourage somebody and make them feel positive. And some days I need to borrow some of your courage days you can borrow some of my courage but you know together you lift each other up and encourage build each other with courage and and, and that's the power of working together exactly. that's what the club's all about that's what the club's all about so these these interest groups are really just um opportunities to do that more of that um you know like pickleball you know you connect with other people building relationships around pickleball invite per, per clients throw pickleball uh events invite prospective clients and just build those relationships right so you're not leading with your business you're leading with hey i'm gonna help serve you and you know, big thing we do is um, is add invite others. You know, invite somebody to a pickleball event and, and just offer to make introductions for people. Right. It's, it's well, fair I, marketing. Know, 
Yeah. I tell my uh, sales my sales team, and we have associates, you know, across the U.S. and Canada, and I tell them all the time to pick a lane. You know, find mm-hmm. an area that you're passionate about. Maybe, you know, we do several things. They're all focused on putting money back in our clients' pockets. We're a profitability yeah. firm. We refer to it as certainty smart profits. Love it. And we use what we're good at to help nonprofits. Well, I tell my team all the time. What are you passionate about? You know, go after mm-hmm. that. If you care about helping kids, you know, focus on that. If you care about the, the environment, if you care about conservative politics or whatever it is, I've got one guy, he, he wants to raise money and help the, anything to do with uh, conservative politics, the NRA, you know, the judicial watch, <laughs> I mean, that's his passion. I said, like, go for it. You know, another person wants to help the democratic convention, you know, it's, it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't make a difference to us. We don't dictate to our team where they have to focus. And mm-hmm. I love that about ACA because everyone has their own passions. They all have their own interests. You have your five C's, the, the kind of the distinctives. I know that the culture is it's so welcoming and, and encouraging. You know, the cost, the fact that your private club is significantly less expensive than than others. Um I, I like that you focus on career, you know, help people transition and build their business yeah. or, or transition to a new, to a new career, your connections that just evolve out of these. And then the fact that you actually do have a coffee club, it's like a cafe. That's the, that's the ultimate goal. I know in, in many places you start with a rookie club, as you call it, it's a virtual club. And then mm-hmm. as that grows, the goal is to have a physical location. These are yeah. unique things in a, in a networking group. Uh, excuse me, personal, you know, (laughs) private club, (laughs) you know, private club. So so real quick, we're we're coming up on the end of the show here, but can you, uh, can you talk a little bit about the the process? How does someone become a member of ACA? I know there's some rules, no soliciting and, you know, guests can come uh, two meetings per year. Got to be positive. Those are really important. But what's the what are the yeah. steps to becoming a member before you run out of time? Well, it's really just uh, you get invited to an event by a current member and uh, you introduce folks, get a chance to check the club out, and if they want to interview, then we can set up an interview. And it's a real, real simple process. It is a process though, and it's something we don't take lightly. Uh, but it's just it is all invitation. We don't advertise; just pure invitation only. And so that's uh, uh, you know, if somebody has the right ACA DNA, we call it. Do they want to? help others and build relationships and and uh, if that's what they're interested in it's really about their character and their um bash for their care bash for their character right that's really, keep, it's really that simple and yeah just uh you know we've got an amazing leadership team um you mentioned to me andy angelo started the she's the head of operations for the aca heads up a club manager in club in kansas City, starting the, the triumph of the family she didn't mention that you mentioned kids helping families you know and it's way right. beyond just business at the club and and uh, yeah so neat. it's we hear, I think I want to add too, is um, we need to interview you sometime, Patrick, on our Club Life Coffee. Uh, Brian Harrison is on, works on a national level and early investor in the ACA and business clubs, um, has his own talk show. And you'll be an awesome interview and certainly management's a fantastic organization. And um, I'm sure a lot of viewers are already familiar with it too, but um, it's a, what a great resource for companies uh, and individuals as well. But thanks for what you're doing uh, with certainty management. Well, I appreciate that. You know, I've talked about this before, but when we were, when I was first interviewed on Voice America by Frank Hellring, uh, headliner host of Business Buzz, he's the one who recommended that I meet with the general manager and talk about starting our own show. And it was ultimately yeah. about the fact that business owners, both for-profit, non-profit, 
they're seeking more certainty, right? They're looking for yeah. options, looking for solutions. And that's what I love about ACA is you, you are giving them not just a, a venue to meet, but you are giving them specific solutions. I mean, a, a, a business plan and the coaching and the mentoring and the, and the interest groups. And you just bring so much value. I mean, you know, membership has its benefits, as they say, right? <laughs> I saw a quote on your website that said, membership <laughs> in a private business club lies not in the prestige of the group, but in the depth of the relationships developed. And you, you embody that, Martin. Your, your, your organization embodies that. And I think that's why you're doing so well, why you're growing so quickly. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, thank you. It's, it's a journey. Yeah, anything, that's a journey. Anything, <laughs> anything in closing you want to share? Uh, Please uh, share how people can get a hold of you, how they uh, can learn more about ACA. And then uh, yeah. if you have any last thoughts you'd like to share, we, we've got about a minute or two left here and we'll okay. yeah. be out of time. Absolutely. Uh, so we have a, you can go to the website and learn more about it. It's uh, acanetwork.org, acanetwork.org. And uh, there's a support uh, field uh, section there. And and I just encourage they could go in there and just request uh, some more information. We love to invite them to an event and just check it out. We have a, I mentioned that Brian Harrison, has a, which we're going to be interviewed soon for sure <laughs> with you, Patrick here, but we can get a slot for you. But, um, um, and just come and check it out. Some, some breakout rooms and just get experienced it a little bit. The, the culture uh, it's all online. Thanks to the pandemic. We start a lot of online events. We have a lot of virtual business clubs now too. They can check out, even right. if there's not a club in their own city. Uh, we've right. got relationships everywhere, but uh, it'll be a good place for to start and just meet some folks and maybe, uh, make some introductions for them. Well, I can speak from experience that uh, Martin is the president of, of the organization, but he's surrounded by a team that is the same caliber. They have the same heart and they're uh, very passionate about helping strengthen business in America and and abroad, Evan. I assume eventually you'll go overseas as well. If you yeah, I was talking to Jerusalem on Monday. So the group of executives want to start a club in Jerusalem, and there's seven or other countries around the world. And um, yeah, we're rolling this out. Our goal is 1,400 clubs across the U.S. and 2,500 clubs worldwide in the next seven, seven to eight years. Here, that's fantastic. Well, keep yeah. up the good work, my friend. And remember, guys, ACA. And thanks for all you do. ACANetwork.org and. Uh, Check them out. As Morton said, you're welcome to come as a guest and get a feel for it. I think you'll be impressed. So thanks for being on here, Martin. Always a pleasure. We'll obviously continue the conversation. Lots more to accomplish together. Well, thank you, Patrick. It's a privilege talking to you today. All right. Thanks for being with us today, everybody. Come back next week if you can. Every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, as you know. Uh, this next week, we have a guest named Dr. Mary Lee from Detroit, Michigan. She's going to tell you, uh, and share with you an insight into nonprofit fundraising that kind of blew my mind when I saw it. It's really extraordinary. So come back next week. You're going to hear from me and Mary, and uh, we'll have a great conversation. So thanks again, Martin. Take care, everybody. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Finding Certainty. We hope you've gained some more insight into how to create more certainty in your own business or nonprofit. Join us next week for another taste of the certainty experience. Until then, we wish you greater certainty in all that you do.